Oh, hey. <laughs> I know. We you were sitting on the other side of the couch. on your couch. <laughs> like the way we used to be. The last week. Last week. <laughs> oh, so every week. Yeah, every week. We're back. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Yeah. I just got back from PA. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. How was it? It was... It was good. Yeah. Weird place. Why? Well, even like when we were there, everyone was talking about how none of the roads make any sense. <laughs> and like, Is everybody always late? And no, like how like just, yeah, how the, the roads are really weird and how people drive really weird. Like they were talking about, I didn't experience this, but Matt Vincent did <clears throat> with like being on a highway and someone just coming to like a complete stop. What? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Do they have like a really high rate of uh, traffic accidents? I don't know. And there's like really weird entrances and exits to like the highway with like stop signs and huh. I don't know. Super huh. weird. Um, interesting people. Good people watching. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was actually, he was talking well, about careful, like. Careful. There's Pennsylvanians that are going to be like, what? What? The, what? No. The last time we went to PA, it was me and you. We went to Pennsylvania. Do you remember? Oh, we did. Yeah. We Why drove, did I think we, we were in past, Connecticut or we something? We drove past Scranton. Yes, we did. I totally forgot about that. That's when we were in the haunted Airbnb. No, what? it wasn't an Airbnb. It was a fucking oh, bed, like bed a bed and, and breakfast. breakfast. A B&B. And everyone was like, why are you guys staying here? Because <laughs> there was like a bigger town, I guess, like a half hour or something away. Yeah. And they gave us two rooms and I wouldn't sleep in my room. I was no, like, I hell. No, I wouldn't let no, you. I, know. I was like, hell no, we're staying together. Remember, we, we filmed uh, our own scary Our movie scary. yeah i know we need to find that footage <laughs> redo <laughs> it un- yeah um we are back yes i was in pennsylvania i was in redding also pronounced it's pronounced redding oh like in like, california redding yes but it's spelt reading well that's bull i remember before i left uh, kevin our buddy kevin flowers he was like whatever you, you should just keep pronouncing it reading have everyone correct you <laughs> i'm here in reading pennsylvania they're like uh guys i'm sorry my phone is Bluetooth to uh, our oh, little dinging. roadcaster, and it is dinging. A little missed popularity. I turned it off, I think. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah, I was there for the VOW, mm-hmm. a veterans outreach workout that Dana Lynn Bailey and Rob Bailey and a bunch of their friends put on every year, and this mm-hmm. is the first time I guess it was this big. I, I had watched it on their social media last year. Um, they have a lot of vets that train there, mm-hmm. and a, like. I want to say maybe, maybe four or five years ago, um, they just really wanted to start doing something to support them, you know? Yeah. And it was really, really cool. Um, you said there were a lot of people oh there. Oh my God. Like 1200 people. That's crazy. Was it, it was hot. Was, yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, were they, I was did there. you do a workout? We did. Uh, Dana programs a workout, 22 exercises, 22 reps of each one. There were so many people that she wrote it on a white on like this whiteboard put in the center of the gym. Her gym is epic, by the way. If you guys haven't looked up the Warhouse gym, the okay. Warhouse gym, it is awesome. Um, also, great lighting for for uh, selfies. Oh, nice, mirror. nice. That's the most important on. thing. Yeah, yeah. Our gym, um, not so much. I didn't really. Th- I didn't I know like the crypt keeper in every picture. The overhead lighting. <laughs> the overhead is lighting is beautiful. terrible. Um, so she put it out in the middle. She kind of they did the national anthem. They talked about the event, and then we went out, did a massive group photo, 
and with 1200 um, people yeah, so everyone went into one room and they have like an area that's kind of upstairs where they have some cardio equipment yeah so the camera guys went up there and we all went down in front and had everyone behind us and that wasn't even with everyone who came it was just at that time because people were still coming in were they doing workouts like um like in uh t- like uh different times like no, time slots no, this, or this, everyone this, all this, together yeah, this is how they did it so people are you're you pay to come they had some vendors there and you could just train. So people were just training and oh, okay. they had a lot of different, I guess, like uh, fitness people and influencer type people. But um, like Jay Cutler was there, the Mr. Olympia. Oh, wow. So he was there. He's really good friends with them. And um, Built is that new uh, like hydration. Drink oh, yeah. Like BY. BYLT. Mm-hmm. You guys check it out. And so he, so me, Dana, uh, Dana Rob, Jay, um, Mike Rashid, bunch of us are the athletes for that company so they were there jay was there dana me um one of the diesel brothers it's a show on it's like hgtv <laughs> they're like that's wrong <laughs> i don't even know what, what that shows on. let me look it up. was like a like, home and garden it's i'm gonna look it up okay. i'm just gonna go to the instagram because for me like there was tons of people i didn't know right obviously and um let's see the muscle. One of the Diesel Brothers on Discovery Channel. It's oh, very different. <laughs> they build badass <laughs> trucks. Um, he was there. One of the funniest people I've ever met. And then the person who really um, put it together mm-hmm. is Philip Dore. D-O-R-E. Okay. Um, he did all the legwork, calling everyone, putting all the things together. And it was really awesome. People were just training. Um but what we did is that's the workout for okay. the event. So I didn't even have my hair in a ponytail. And Dana's like, let's do it. So we go to the center and just start doing all of the body weight movements first. So like burpees, push-ups, um, jumping jacks. And it's all 22? Yeah, V-ups, sit-ups, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And then we had to do, then we grabbed dumbbells. And might I add, there are... A thousand people or more in there, right. so I don't, yeah, <laughs> ran I, over, grabbed, grabbed some, building. grabbed some dumbbells, went back to the center, did all the stuff with dumbbells, and then we went over to the pull-up bar, did like the knees to elbows, pull-ups, things like that, and then there was like barbell work too. There was dumbbell deadlifts. Anyways, it was mad. So basically, she left the workout out there, so mm-hmm. people could do it if they wanted to. Oh, okay, but they didn't do like a organized, right? Yeah, you just do it on your own. Yep. Oh, okay, that's Which, cool. In that environment. There were so many people. There's no way right. they could have organized it. I mean, you could, right? But it would just been more work that people could just go and do it on their own. Lots of people jumped in with me and Dana and did it around us. Bunch of the girls. It was a great time. I flew in Friday. The event was on Saturday, mm-hmm. and then we flew out. I flew out Sunday morning, and so you're exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> and like, I'm I, tired. I haven't. Okay, I haven't. I guess I shouldn't even say I haven't done a lot of events. I've done a lot of events by now. Right. Um, where you just like meet and greet and spend time with people. And by the end of it, you are super tired. Right. But I was more, I, this is like, I was getting in bed. And the time difference, you'd think I would have a hard time like going to sleep, right? right. Three hours uh, later. And I was only there for a short period of time. I was holding my eyes open at 7 p.m. Oh, wow. And I think that maybe the heat. Probably, probably had the, the heat. Yeah, yeah, had a lot to do with it because it was so muggy and so hot in the gym, and I just didn't have enough energy. 
<laughs> I just ran <laughs> so out. So they, they did like an after party dinner thing at um, one of the hotels, like did a couple rooms for them. And we ended up, me, Matt, um, Bonnie, and Charity, both of them are like power, lift, power lifters. Uh-huh. We went back to our Airbnb and did not leave. Yeah. Oh my God. I <laughs> and I was like, to. I was so tired. This is me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm known for like changing my flights on the fly. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, Always. so much that like Devin, my assistant, when people are bringing me somewhere, she's like, I'll just, I'll book the flight <laughs> <laughs> because Brooke's going to change it, it anyway. Yeah. I was looking at flights. I'm like, I'm here right now ready for bed. But if there was a red eye, I would, I would Jumped Uber on. to the airport yeah. and just would have left. Because it's just, it's such a long travel. Right. Yeah. And my flight out, crying babies. Oh, that's the best. Tons of them. <laughs> yeah. Not just like a couple babies right. or like one. It was like, and not like baby baby, like the toddler that oh, just the cries screamers. and screams. Yeah. And no Wi-Fi. Oh my God. So frantically, because my first flight, there's no direct flight. So I flew from San Jose to Arizona. Okay. Like I went straight from one gate to the next one, like no layover time really. And I, I paid to get, move up my spot. I was flying Southwest to get on the plane earlier. Thank God I did because I frantically started downloading shows on Netflix <laughs> right? to have them on my phone. Cause Your I didn't worry about, in, I didn't yeah. worry about downloading them. Cause I'm like, Oh, if I have Wi-Fi, I'll just go on and watch movies right. or whatever. No, no. Yeah. And then uh, I learned my lesson. I've learned this many times, but I learned it again of how important an external charger. Oh, right. Is to have. Yep. Because on like Southwest, they don't have where you charger can pl- you stations. plug in. Mm-hmm. And you see, you see that in a lot of planes now where you can plug in your phone right. or your computer or whatever. So I was like trying to turn my light down, <laughs> put on power saving mode right? Like, <laughs> with like two and a half hours left on my flight. screaming on the whole flight? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, we were coming back from Chicago, and we were in line uh, in the security, and there was a kid just freaking out. And it's always worse. Like, I I feel bad for parents, like, when you see them, like, they look stressed, or they're, like, trying to quiet them down. But this mom was literally, like, in a zone. I don't know if she just popped a Xanax or something, but, like... like, I gotta make it through this flight. (laughs) These kids are gonna make it real difficult. (laughs) And uh, our friend Daniel was, like... Like what, like what is going on? Like, I can't, you know, like somebody do something and I'm like, I don't think they're doing, they're not going to do anything. And I'm like, and then I was thinking I've actually been in this position before, like where I've had the screaming kids. So I tried to be like a little bit more patient about it, but yeah, it was, uh, really annoying. Did you see my, my Instagram video of the kid in the airport? Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that was like the tail end. I was (laughs) laughing without that kid looked action. old yeah so here's what like i was like saw. So we're at, i'm at the airport i'm leaving on friday and this like kid is just <laughs> storming through around our gate just yelling like leave me alone leave me alone <laughs> and here comes his mom like trying to like hold it together and like and she just goes trying I, not I, to she, beat him in public like, she goes i can't i'm your mother <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and so, and then he's just like running and like trying to evade her. Leave me alone. And she you knows she's like, let's just, let's just go back over there and get your iPad. <laughs> I don't like this game. She said, I don't like this game. Oh my God. Yeah. Been there. Crazy. And I was like, wow, you know what? Uh, you know what I want? One of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He ran out and got pregnant right away. Immediately. <laughs> Quit your birth control. Oh boy. But yeah, I came home. It was a great event. Uh, lots of cool people for me to like get to know too that I hadn't, I didn't know. And Dana, by having the people she did have come and in, 
including like all the people coming to support, um, a lot of different types of fitness, like people coming from different industries, mm-hmm. but the one thing everyone had in common was just, they just love to train yeah. and work hard, you know? And, and it's I, for a cause, right? Yeah. And I got yeah. in on Friday, I got in Friday night, we went, we went straight to the gym mm-hmm. and they were already lifting shoulders. And so we jumped in and did a bunch of stuff like bodybuilding. Uh-huh. And um, then Saturday, I was like, well, we our Airbnb was so far from the venue. I'm like, I'm going to shower now. And then I'll Uber after, like I'll Uber later. Um, and I, I went in, did some like rounds of strict Cindy. So strict pull-ups. So five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats. Just okay. to Warm train, up. train a little bit right. before we stood. And that was a mistake because then I saw her workout sheet program (laughs) and the stuff that we hit all in a row because we were trying to go off of like, what equipment can we do and not have to move? Right. Um, My arms, like I am still so sore. Well, you're looking pumped. We woke up at the Airbnb Sunday morning and all of us at the house were like, oh, like barely moving. Yeah. Yeah. So I took a bunch of ibuprofen on my flight. Nice. Praying that I wouldn't like cramp up or start. Well, the flights are usually the worst. And then I, luckily though, I had my power dot. So I don't know if you, I think you've. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Power dot. Um, shout out to power dot. It's a muscle stim on the go. Basically it's super small, really, really great. And you use it with your phone, mm-hmm. um, Bluetooth and a U- USB charger. And you can kind of do Can people any- hear it? No. So like, no, people think who, you're masturbating. No, but, in no, the- but whoever was <laughs> next to me was like. <laughs> Stop shrugging. <laughs> I'm like, I can't help it. Yeah, so that was, I do have that for when I'm traveling now, just in case, because my knees will, you know, from sitting and my back will start to bother me. And my, sh- fuck, and my shoulders and my And neck. everything, everything hurts. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm home. My sciatica acts up. I come home to Santa Cruz. Welcome home. And it's fucking 90 Dude, it degrees is like outside. The, the, micro, the microwave, <laughs> the microphone slipping out of my hands. My hands are so sweaty and clammy. I can't even hold on to the microphone. I know. It's bad. And for somebody like me, it's like uh, already I like hot flash in 60 degree weather. So it's like really, really, really miserable. Yeah, it's pretty miserable. Went for a run today. Yeah. It was hot. And if I didn't, if we didn't have this scheduled, I was like, I should, I would have went and gone in the ocean. Yeah. The only place you can cool down here right now is in the ocean. <laughs> um, all right. Now we're going to talk about what uh, I wanted to talk about. What do you want to talk about? I came across, this is a great topic. I came across um, a Instagram post, and some of you, I guess by the time you see this tomorrow, if you watched my Instagram yesterday, um, you may have seen it on my story. It says, you will never be criticized by someone who is doing more than you. You will only be criticized by someone who's doing less than you. By someone doing less. True. I'm going to read it one more time. (laughs) You will never be criticized by someone who is doing more than you. You will only be criticized by someone doing less. And that is 100% true, which should also tell you that you, it's like another reason why we shouldn't care what people think, <laughs> even though we're going to care what people think. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you encountered any, anything where you've sort of felt like that and had to either, you're reminded like, oh yeah, that's a, you know, I think I'm probably the person lot. that's doing less, but I mean, <laughs> but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. Like, uh. Like I think I was talking about like on our uh, when we were talking about social media and it's so irritating when everyone talks about like how great they're doing like with their kids and everything else. Yes. <laughs> so I will definitely say that I've uh, probably been on that side of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I th- I do. I think that people are usually more critical of people that are doing more 
than you are. And it's not, it doesn't need to be like a more in a sense, like, oh, you know, like a success thing. It's just, and I've, I've definitely been the person like growing up, I'm 29. Um, you're where so old. I'm old. Ugh. Like your, your immediate response when mm-hmm. someone, someone has something that you want your immediate, I can't speak for everyone. I guess like my immediate response in the past has been to not like that person or try and pick out all the things that is bad about that person. Right. And it's just because instead of being happy for them, mm-hmm. um, you're just, you're, you're measuring them. Right. Because you're not happy. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's, you're always going to have, there's always going to pe- be people like that that are going to make you feel that way. I guess they can't make you feel that way. It can affect you. And if you let that affect you, you kind of feel the way you're going to feel. But that's why it's super important to have, they say like the, you are the sum of the five people or something around you. Right. I don't know if it's the sum. It, I can't remember the exact like quote. That. I should Google it really quick. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. But yeah, it, it's that's why it's they talk about it's important to surround yourself with people that are like-minded right that like build you up mm-hmm. and are you know functioning at the same rate as you um and kind of have the life and the happiness and the attitude about what they're doing that you also want about what you're doing versus surrounding yourself with people that all they're going to do is tear you down tear you down especially if you're seem to be having opportunity or doing more things or whatever, having success or whatever, if you have the people around you that are still, you know, in the same, in the mindset of tear you down, not build you up because you have something that they want. Right. um, It's not going to be good for you. And it's really just going to hold you back. Because if you're like me, I care, people around me that I have invested time with, and I care about, and I'm very territorial with my friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, even if I know that I shouldn't let it bother me, or even if I know um, the reason why they would be doing something and I can, I can look past that, mm-hmm. it still will affect you. Right. Well, I think, yeah, I, I don't think that, um, I don't think you're being honest if you, if you don't acknowledge that that is affecting you. And I think that's why it's so important to weed. (laughs) You gotta weed those people out, quite frankly. Are you still trying to look up the quote? (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time oh, with. Oh, there you go. That's what it says. Okay. I was thinking like the sum. You add them all Or up. this one says, you are the sum of the five people closest to you. Oh, so you had it right. Mm-hmm. Nice work. Being selective with your best friends becomes more strategic over the years. Ooh. I'm going to read this. On Elite Daily. says, being selective with your friends becomes more strategic over the years and for good reason. It's been said that the five people closest to you shape your success, your interests, and much more about you, maybe more than we even realize. If the people we surround ourselves surround ourselves with affect us so deeply on a fun- fundamental human level, we should learn how to attract those we admire while phasing out toxic sh- 
toxic interactions and emotional vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely had a few of those friends. Yeah. It can be hard when they're, it can be hard when, um, for some people they're like family. Right. Family members. No, oh, I've had, yeah, no, family members. I've had friends who, um, one person comes to mind who in the past was that person like, uh, I remember I, I, I put on this one outfit or something. I was feeling pretty good, you know, came out and I said, uh, do you like these shorts? And she goes, um, yeah, but I, you know, at your age, I think you probably won't be able to wear them much longer. <laughs> And you're like, I was I like went, what? what? You're like, oh. thank you. <laughs> was that a backhanded? What is that? A backhanded compliment? Yeah, I got one of those one time. Is that like passive aggressive. I got yeah. a, I got one from someone I really love, and it was in Hollywood. So very very backhanded, and it was this. It was um, letting me know, like basically how how good I looked, because I was smaller. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Before, before you before were like, you looked really managed. It was, it was, it was basically yeah. tr- um, training a lot after my spine surgery. So when I when I had to stop training because of my neck, I did have a lot of atrophy happen in my upper body. Right. And genetically, like you you guys have seen my mom. Those of you who haven't seen my mom, she's on my Instagram. Um, I am genetically gifted with like big arms. Right. And I mean, I've had that. That's what I was mostly teased about growing up. And so mm-hmm. I, I grew up very self-conscious of like my body. Right. And, um, I'm and sure like, that, that comment really helped. And the best <laughs> was I, you right back to I looked and I was like, grade yeah, school. yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I walked away like, what? <laughs> Went to my room, shut my door. I was like, um, <laughs> yeah, I felt that way too. <laughs> oh no but it was she was you know it was very sweet and it was uh it was very sweet it, it was it was sweet in her own way and I and I could understand too where she was coming from like being in the industry of like film and tv and like a lot of things have to do with like what you look like basically everything has to do with what you look like in Hollywood or what you're willing to do um I'm like okay I know that she I know that she cares about me right and I also was feeling you know I was feeling good just because I had like been training a lot at this point now and I was like you know getting my my strength back mm-hmm. and my body my, getting my body back it's like I had a baby yeah um I did I had a baby <laughs> <laughs> that's, a whole, that's a whole other subject yeah. yeah but it was it was it was like one of those things where I had to like talk myself off the ledge and like talk myself down right where she was giving me a compliment but also was letting me know that before I looked really manly but now, right? Oh, this is what she said. She was, um, she said, "You look so good right now. Like, don't, don't change anything. Don't do anything." And I was like, uh, "The only problem is in my sport. We don't train for a look. Yeah. Like, my body just kind of is going to do what it's going to do, right? Because of the yeah, for performance. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, shit. Guess I won't do that. Oh yeah, yeah. That sucks. It's like. <laughs> No, it does. It totally it does. Sucked. It sucks. And like, but that's you know, just like with like things you hear from people, um, they could be coming from a good place. Like she's deaf. This person is definitely someone who is for me worth having around, not only because of our our friendship and like, you know, all that good stuff, but two, um, someone who is not going to tear me down because they are 
It's like someone who has less than you is the right. one that's going to like nitpick you. Mm-hmm. People that have more than you or that are very focused and they're very driven and very focused on like what they they have going. They love you for you. And then in that industry, I could see, you know, where she was coming from as far right. as like me wanting, like if I wanted to do she more should, in film and things exactly. like that. She's like, you don't typecast. anything. Don't right. lift any more in your upper body. And I was like. <laughs> But I really want to, you know, clean and yeah. snatch and things like that. So right. I'm going to tell you, yeah, but I'm going to go to the gym later. <laughs> I had a, I had somebody at this last birthday walk up to me at the gym and they said, so what are you going to do for your birthday? And I told him what I was doing. And then she like literally looked at me and she's like, I don't know, like 28 or something. And she goes, um, yeah, gosh, I don't, I don't know what I would want to do for my birthday when I'm your age. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, okay. You're like, well, yeah, I thought about skipping it yeah, this year. Yeah, it was like really hard to get out of bed. I mean, I don't know. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and I just kind of looked at her and I said, well, I guess probably what you would want to do now. I mean, like, it's not like <laughs> I'm like one foot in the different. grave or something. Like, what did that mean exactly? So, yeah, people, people say weird things. Can I have a drink of your water? Yeah. Thanks, friend. Of course. Oh, of course. But yeah, um, I mean, especially me being older, it's interesting. Uh, I've always been one of those people, and you're actually better at this. You're better at kind of getting to know people before you become good friends with them. And I'm kind of like, oh, hi. <laughs> Want to be hey. friends? Cool. I had no idea you were a serial killer. <laughs> like, I had no idea. I'm just like so quick to make friends and uh, as I've gotten older I've definitely like taken more time to get to know people before I really decide that I'm going to spend a lot of time with someone you know I mean you you um when you meet someone or even like uh like uh moms like when Mm -hmm. you meet like other moms like when kids are on play dates or something and all of a sudden it's like all your families are hanging out together and stuff and you're like holy crap this how do I get out of this like I'm, I'm already committed. And now my kids are friends. Like, I feel like we missed then, a couple steps. <laughs> we skipped steps. And now, we had this one yeah, thing in common. Yeah. And now I can't get rid of them. But, um, but I do, I think it's important to, like you said, surround yourself with people who are like-minded mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I've noticed that if I'm around a lot of people, uh, you know, like I can't stand like the gossip moms you know, who are always, um, I don't know, you meet them and they know everything about every other mom and every other kid and, you know, their kid's great and all that kind of stuff. And I found myself as Ruby was getting, well, all my kids, but, um, Ruby's the most recent that I can remember, uh, you know, these moms that were always, um, oh, you know, my, my daughter's my best friend. You know, she tells me everything and she's so wonderful and that kid's doing this and that kid's doing that. And I'm like, bitch, your kid is doing all the same shit. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, it's it's just been important for me to like kind of, you know, put kind of keep those people at a distance and just, again, surround my people, you know, surround, surround myself with, with you. People. Yeah, you. <laughs> you. 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 No wonder anytime I travel anywhere, everyone's like, where's Gina? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> do no I just have let them uh, let them know Ruby finally graduated high school yeah so I'm like I've, I've been waiting for this day as soon as she graduated I was like uh, you're mine <laughs> I just got handed over it's like a wedding yeah. <laughs> my, my kids give me away to you and it's Very it's nice. not about having people around that always tell you no yes 
No, 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 no. It's no. about having people around. Like your your closest friends should be people that care about you and know you so well that you know they can you you can you need to tell them the hard you need like I need you to tell me the hard stuff. But because of the kind of person you are and our friendship and. Because you've created a trust with someone, yeah, right. That like and you it, know their heart, can, yeah, and things can be said in like a a loving way or constructive, in a con- yeah, in a constructive right. way. Um, no, one thing that, like I've because I meet people all the time, right. And one thing I have noticed is like I just really trusting my intuition with certain people. That doesn't mean that I don't want to be friends with them, mm-hmm. but it does mean that I'm not going to allow myself to like get too close because that's what you said it's like it can go from like zero to a hundred and you're like wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) right you know like and I'm I'm really careful I'll give you an example it's like um if I like I go get my hair done in Arizona right you know I have a lot of friends or people that I am friends with that you want like a contact oh right and it's like and I will tell them, like, just call the salon. Like, I'm not going to, I can't, I'm not going to, like, and I get worried sometimes because I've actually had this happen that people will speak for me. Oh, to, like, like what? Like what? Like someone could call and be like, um, like, use my name. Right. You know, and so some people that I am close with that maybe have companies or stuff that they do, I, like, let them know. I'm like, hey, just so you know. I, if, if I'm asked, if I'm asking you to work with this person or work with someone or, you know, give them a discount or something like that, I will call you. Right. Like personally, I will ask you if anyone ever tries to just name drop me and I'm not going to, it's not like I'm like this big fucking. No, but I know, what you're, I, mean, I know what you mean. I'm like, right. Just know that it's, I don't want you to like think that I did that you're to not you. like vouching yeah you're not <laughs> no. like vouching for no, this I'm like, person i will always i will always personally call you and ask you like i'll connect you with someone or you know do something like that i'll never like if someone does it on my behalf you can always text me or call me and ask me about it right and i'll be very honest if you know if if it's a good or not good right <laughs> situation <laughs> nope yeah, yeah. right because like there's this like you know, I, I've definitely had people like this, but like there's this self of entitlement Mm -hmm. and it's always with the people that are so quick to tear you down. Mm -hmm. And it's always comes from a place where it doesn't mean that they don't like care about you or don't want to like want the best for you, but they have like an angle too, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've definitely been someone who I get so worried about people around me that I like care about so much, even people that are like my friends, like maybe they don't, I don't spend time with them all the time, but I never want people to like feel like I have more than them right. or I'm doing better than them. And so I've always been someone who I would gladly like give away success or, you know, opportunity right. to people and to share it than to ever like keep it for myself or, ha- or ever have anyone feel like I'm better than them. Right. And which is funny because the second like I started, you know, we can talk about like the gym. Like the second I started like blowing up more on in, like having more Instagram followers or whatever, like doing better in my sport, you know, I'm still the same person. So right. I still come to the gym and I just do my training. And but now there's like this this sense of like maybe people have 
they see that and they put me on like a pedestal in a way. Right. And so it's like, they expect more from me. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're saying yeah. right now. It's like, now you're expecting yes. more from me, but it's like, one, I'm the same. I'm just the same person. Right. And two, if I don't, you know, I show up at the gym and I'd go into my routine and I don't immediately come over and say hi to every single person in the gym. Why? Because it's my home gym. Well, no one does that though. <laughs> right. I and mean, no, hardly ever and, anyone and no does one, that. And like, you actually said, right. said this to me because you're right. like, well, are they saying hi to you? And right. Like, well, no. I've had people like act, almost, uh, it's almost like they're assuming that you're like stuck up or like, you know what I mean? Like they definitely are assuming like the worst. Right. And it's like your right. closest friends and people that care about you, even if you're not like really good friends, why would you be so quick to assume the worst of somebody? Right. Right. I've, I mean, I've definitely had people say that before. Like, well, Brooke didn't say hi to me. And I'm like, well, did you say hi to her? And they're like, well, no. And it's like, well, it's the same thing. She's yeah. just a person. She's been working out here. Like she's not trying to like blow you off. She's just working out. Yeah. It's just, you start to expect, like people start to expect. I've never seen anybody you. walk up to you at the gym and say, Hey Brooke, how's it going? And you go, mm. <laughs> not now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're always say hi to people. If you know, if they come up to you yeah. and say hello. So and yeah. like for me, it's like, well, I don't want anyone to think like, you know, think that I think I'm so cool, like I'm stuck up or whatever. And so then, then, it, like, then so it like stresses you're like me really out. really in your head. Yeah, yeah, then it like stresses me out. But right. even then it's like, well, you, I don't even know, like, do I want to keep trying to like be your, like be your friend if it's so easy for you to be so quick to assume the worst to second of me. second guess me, right. Like I don't assume the worst of anybody. Right. Unless, well, unless, unless you give me a reason, like per, a personal reason for me to be like, this is what you did to me. Right. And, you know, but like, I'm not going to assume the worst. Like if me and you have like a bad interaction, I'm never going to assume the worst. Like I always, I always assume that we're best friends and right. whatever was weird or whatever we were going through, we should probably we'll just work it out. We'll talk it and out. And like catch up and be like, oh. Yeah. Cause believe it or not, guys, we have actually fought before. Yup. <laughs> I remember we had our first fight in Italy. Yeah, we Remember did. That? Yes. We had our first fight and then, and then, uh, and then we like talked it out and then we were like, oh, we just had our first fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, there was a lot of stress on both ends. No, for sure. You know, I mean, that's the, just relationships though. You can't, yeah, you, you can't, I don't know. Like if you really care about us, about someone, I think, okay. I think this is like a, uh, an opening for a whole other, well, not a whole other, uh, conversation, but. I've always had a real, and I, I watched this like with my daughters, like when they were going through school and you know, like the whole game telephone, you know, yes. well, it's not exactly telephone cause it's not necessarily being changed, but like if somebody came up to me and said, Brooke said this about you, you know, I'd be, I would not be like, Oh, that bitch. I'd be like, I highly doubt she said that. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think it's sad when you see, girls take something that one person said and then just assume the worst about a really good friend that that of course they would have said that about you yeah you know like I think it's always smart and I've always told my girls well just because it usually happens more with girls than boys boys are like yeah you idiot and then they're just like (laughs) then they bro out and then they're like super good friends again um but uh I've always tried to really encourage my girls that if they've had a really good friend and someone else is telling them that that someone that they said something about you just go ask them about it yeah just say hey I mean you you take the power away from the little shit starter you know Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so I think that's really important too. Just and another reason why you surround yourself with people that you can trust and that you you love, and you can kind of see this with how they treat other people. Mm-hmm. So, like if I saw, if it, like I'm going to use us as an example, if I see you being super, super chummy, chummy, best friends with someone and then talking mad shit on them and doing all that, then I would be like, huh, like, that's not cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course they would do that to me, but if you have a friend who's always been a really good friend and a good support and all of that, why would you assume the worst about them? Yeah. You know, or, and if you're in a bad mood or, you know, or anything, even if it's just between you and I, and you're like in a bad mood or, you know, snappy, or if I am or anything else, like give the other person enough grace, you know, to be like, Oh, they're just having a bad day. It's not me. Yeah. You know, or instead of being like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. You can just be like, Hey, you know, what's going on? Is everything okay? You know, or I just think that we need to learn to talk to each other, mm-hmm. um, in a more constructive way. Um, in more supportive way than just assuming the worst. And we've had, we've known people that do that. Yeah. (laughs) Assume the worst. They think they're really good mind readers and they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, for instance, it's like, uh, when I've overheard things that people have like said about me Mm -hmm. and you, like you, Daniel, like my closest friends are like, they, you've never heard anyone say anything and you're, you know, you're there in that, that uh, environment all the time. And it's like, well, of course if it's not true, they're not going to say it to people that know it's not true. Right. They're going exactly. you know, to, they're, they're going to, they're, they're going to find those people. Yeah. It's like you want to, they're pe- listen. people that are just like how we want to surround ourselves with people that are happy and, you know, want to work hard at something or motivated to be the best, whatever they're working on or whatever. People that are unhappy are going to surround themselves with unhappy people. Oh yeah. So they can be unhappy together. It's like misery. What is it? Loves misery company. loves company. Yeah. So, if you guys have learned anything today, <laughs> should we tell them about our fight about sure? Uh, yes. <laughs> so I have I have no tattoos, and me and Gina are going to get a best friend tattoo. And this is this is actually really funny. And we can't even talk about K. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I hate the word sure. <laughs> and why? And I don't hate it if you're if you're in in person having a conversation your influx or like the way you say things Mm -hmm. uh, or look on your face body language can like obviously you can you can understand it better right this is why text can be so confusing yes so I don't like the word sure because and this is like I don't like to put people out or want anyone to do anything that they don't want to do right and sometimes if I were like going to ask Gina, like if she wanted to do something and she texts me and just says, sure. <laughs> it's <laughs> well now, it, it now triggers you. It, it triggers you. It, it, well, it, it, did. it did. It did. It triggered me. Cause it was like, well, like, I mean, you don't have to, yeah, and you I'm don't like, what? have to do it. Yeah. But like to Gina, sure. Is like, sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. And to me, it's like, sure. Yeah. Sure. sure. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know? And so we were, uh, this time it was, we were riding in the car. Yeah. We were in the car and you said something and you were like, oh, we could, I can't remember what it was, but it was something. And I said, sure. And you were like, well, you don't have to. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to. And I was like, well, no, I want to. I said, sure. I said, sure. And I and was like. I'm like, as in not, like, if I said, not sure. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> if I said, I'm not sure, then I would probably be like on the fence. And you're like, oh, Okay. All right. Well, I just really hate that word. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll try to use it less. Yeah, this, this was a time where like we 
it had happened a couple times where all of a sudden there was like this weird tension between her and I, and it was all from this word, sure. Sure, sure. <laughs> and finally, because this is what people do and like best friends do, it's like we just talk it out. Yeah. So I said to her, I was like, I let her know I didn't like that word because of how I what took it. What thought it meant. Yeah, yeah, what it, like how I read it. Right. Right. And she let me know like what it meant to her. <laughs> So now we know. Now we say it. Now we say it all the time. <laughs> now we're going to get it tattooed on our bodies. And sure. we're going to get the word tattooed. Yeah. And then our friend Daniel hates. K. K. Like if you respond to him, text, K. and you're like, he's like, hey, yeah, we're going to go here and go there because he likes to like plan all these trips and stuff and, you know, food adventures and stuff. If you text him back K. Which I which would you do, do all the time. time. And it would be because it would be like a quick response. Like right. If I'm like driving or I'm in the middle of a conversation right. or working, whatever, I want him to know like... Okay. Yeah. And I'll say K. K. And and that now it's like if I say it, I immediately text like, fuck, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm definitely <laughs> down. I love you. <laughs> right. And we you just you like we K just, with like hearts on yeah, it or something or laugh, exclamation points. And we just laugh about it. It's like, so sure and K. <laughs> Buzzwords. Another one that he hates is fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> he gets so mad. And, and a lot, like, same fine. thing for him, right? It's like he doesn't want to put anyone out or to make anyone feel bad. Right. And, and he's, he's very excitable. So everything the world's he... world's most excitable, excitable man. man. Yes. And so everything he says is always like, you know, awesome. Can't wait. You know, but it's always like capitals and exclamations and... We'll give him yeah, shit. We we'll give him shit out. because he'll eat something or go somewhere and he goes, oh, this is the best ever. I love this. <laughs> yeah, he does. And we're like, you can't keep saying that about everything or we're not sure. Yeah, like what's better? You know, yeah. it can't be the best. Everything can't be the best. No, it can't. It can't. But <laughs> he like, swears yeah, it, it is. Yes, he swears it, it is. Yes, it's, it he's just in the moment. He's in the moment. He's he's like the the human version of anytime you go to a restaurant and it says world's best, <laughs> <laughs> like self-proclaimed yes. world's best world's taco. Best whatever, yeah. And it's like, well, is who it gave you that award? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but. DJ, that would never phase him ever because everything is the is world's the best. best. Yes. <laughs> Which I guess is be better than the world's worst. That's true. He is definitely an op optimist. Yep. I'm more of a pessimist sometimes. <laughs> like, eh, it was whatever. I do it was love, fine. I do love it though. I lo me, me and Gina have a, especially together, like very like dark humor. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> We can't mention the things that we normally say no. on this podcast. Um, people, people would stop listening. It, it's definitely like a, with anyone else, you'd, you'd have to be like, too soon. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> True. Like, there's been some like, you know, shitty situations. Sad, like, or like, yeah, bad things that are happening and we'll make comedy out of it. Well, you have to. You have yeah. to laugh at it make comedy out of it and like i can do that to her situations. and if i were to say some of the things to anyone else it'd be like i was the biggest asshole, asshole ever, ever. I know. <laughs> i've actually i forget like who i'm talking to sometimes and i'll put myself in that position and then i go oh oh this is the wrong audience <laughs> i need to remind myself you got to just know your audience yeah you do you definitely do <laughs> all right guys well just a reminder i mean it's always with people and you know, everyone, all, we all do different things for work, but regardless of what you're doing, you're, you are still going to surround yourself with, you know, less or more people. And as much as it can be really hard to 
maybe distance yourself from some people that continue to kind of bring you down or make you feel kind of shitty, um, your health is super important and how bad you want whatever it is you're working on or your, your job or your family or whatever, like that matters. And you have to make decisions and surround yourself with people that build you up, you know, and, um, as hard as it can be, you have to really let those things go that people say or, yeah. you know, and I've definitely worked on that and had a lot of practice just due to like social media and YouTube right. and fucking Reddit. <laughs> I have, I've heard that you don't ever go on that. No. And the couple times that I like couldn't help but want to see what people were saying about mm-hmm. me, I read some stuff. It is brutal. So brutal. Yeah. And already being someone who is sensitive to mm-hmm. how people see me um it doesn't help you at all like hearing th- all the negative stuff or surrounding yourself with people that are going to bring you down it doesn't help you at all mm-hmm. and no matter what people say or whatever like you still like life like the real truth is life goes on and you have to you still go to bed you still wake up in the morning you still do what you have to do take care of your kids you know go to work, all of this stuff, like pay your bills. You still have to do all of that. And so the best thing you can do is really try and just let the, let all the commentary or the negative people or thoughts or, you know, social media comments or whatever, you just really have to just ignore them and let them go and remind yourself the people around you, if you actually were like, you know, that kind of a person that they're painting you out to be, or you actually said these things or whatever, the people closest to you that build you up, they would let you know. Right. Like I remind myself of that all the time because like my family is very honest. And so when I'm, you know, when I hear those things or it causes me to start questioning myself, I have to remind myself like, well, if that were true, I have a lot of people that would have let me know a long time ago. Right. And if I actually was, you know, stuck up or self-centered or all this shit they would like how would i have all the people around me supporting right. me um there's the op- enough the, people. the opportunity that right. i have or whatever like how would i have that if if me at the core was actually a piece of shit you know <laughs> right, i wouldn't right. you're not a piece of shit <laughs> i promise <laughs> but and it's okay to you know what and honestly it's okay to let people go you have yeah you know I know a lot of people who stay friends I mean and some people like that you know they meet in grade school I, I love seeing people that have friends that they've had like since they were you know young young people and they've continued to be friends with them over the years but there are always going to be some toxic people there and it's okay to let them go you know I mean sometimes it's hard because you have all this history with them or whatever but if it is that kind of person you you can distance yourself self from them mm-hmm. they're not good for you here's a dump couple. them Here's a couple. I have some friends that, and they work actually work for me, but they're very close and have been very helpful through like tough times. I thought you were gonna be like, they work for me, so they have to be my friends. <laughs> I just pay people to be my friends. Um, that's why I only have you. <laughs> that's not true. No, but she she sends me stuff sometimes that like on social media. This one says, "If you don't like something, take away its only power, your attention." Oh, that's good. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's really good. And that can be towards people. That can be towards thoughts you have about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, um, like the insecurities that you have. Right. And 
it's true. Your your attention to that, your attention to those comments, your attention to those people, those people, you can take that away, and they don't. It doesn't have power anymore Mm-mm. over you, or power over like how you're going to continue your life or your day, right. how you feel about yourself. Yep. Take the power away. Take the take power. Take the power back. <laughs> take the power back. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to our almost 50-minute podcast. Look at us. Wow. Yeah. Just the time flies. It does when you're just yeah, having, having a good fun. time. All right. Well, thanks for listening to thanks another listening, episode guys. of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Rate, review, subscribe, five-star. Five-star I was going to say five-star warning. Hey, give, next time, we'll give you a five-star warning. warning. <laughs> Sometimes we might need to give you a five-star warning <laughs> before our, po- our podcast <laughs> start. Uh, it's a little, usually we do start, you know, for podcasting, we like to have some rosé or sh- um, champagne know, of some sort or early. red wine. I gotta go work out. We still have to train and it's hot as <laughs> Oh my God, outside. hot as balls, man. And we can't it's afford bad. in this heat to be dehydrated. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> we'll just be in the middle of the gym, just tip over, <laughs> pass out. Not healthy. Uh, no. So on that, and on that note, drink lots of water. <laughs> lots of water. Um, check out built. It's a really, really great drink. And I use it now. I actually have it in the fridge when we go to the gym. Okay. Um, on when I'm riding my bike or when you're doing a lot of endurance stuff, or if you're working out a lot, you're sweating a lot and you need to stay hydrated. Great, great drink. You need that right now. Yeah. We'll split it. Okay. We're going to go drink it right now. All right, guys. Have a great day and we will talk to you next week. All right. Bye guys. Bye guys.